the 920 KBEC Podcast Network is presented by the Slow County Real Estate Podcast with House Swayze. Up-to-date information on the local real estate market on your time. New episodes weekly at the podcast link at 920kvec.com and wherever you get your podcasts. California DRE 0111911. All right, Craig, thank you very much. It's uh, Thursday, January 25th, 2024. I'm Dave Congleton. In about an hour, it's Dr. Phil Kissel, Slow County Physician of the Year. This hour... Well, we have been talking a lot about this lately, but now it has come local. We've had not one, but two incidents this week alone where um, folks have taken the issue of Gaza and reminded us of what is happening over there and why we should be concerned about it. So I've invited two of the folks to come in and talk, not so much about Cal Poly and Congressman Carbajal, but about the larger issue. We'll certainly get to these others as well. Anyway, why am I babbling? We uh, welcome this broadcast. Here is Robert Skinner. Robert, nice to meet you. What should we know about you? Anything you want to say about your background? Um, yeah, I used, I'm Cal Poly graduate, 1991. I um, went to uh, their teaching school. I got a teaching credential. I taught up in Paso High from 1993 to 2017. Taught right. social studies. Bass, what should we know about you, please? Yeah, sure. Name is Bass. Uh, I'm a Palestinian American, or that's how I refer to myself. Uh, my parents were born and raised in Palestine in the West Bank, and uh, my father left uh, via the 1967 wars to migrate here. I was born and raised in Sacramento, California, until I came here to San Luis Obispo to go to Cal Poly and have been here since then, since I graduated. So, Bass, what, what's yes. it been like for you watching the events of the last three months? What's uh, it like? It's always been very frustrating. Uh, to me, the, the battle is more spiritual and religious than it is anything else. Uh, to some extent, we were used to this because, you know, kids were being killed on a daily, weekly, monthly basis. But this has gotten beyond out of hand. And uh, it was not unexpected because we knew that when Israel uh, left Gaza for just the Palestinians, that that enabled them at some point to carry out their plan, which we knew was always going to happen, that they just wanted to completely bomb the heck, carpet bomb the heck out of Gaza until all the Palestinians were out of it. And that was the plan since the very beginning. But let me preempt some yes. phone calls. Do we, not, yeah. uh, do we not take into consideration what happened on October 7th? There were 1,400 Israelis who were massacred. Personally, myself, there are no justifications for this genocide. None. All right, so you're not going to defend what happened. I don't that on think, the table. I don't think, yeah. Okay. I don't think, well, I don't think the incidents justify a genocide. Yeah. And that's the larger issue. I think what's happening is that this is a magician's trick by the media. You could call it wag the tail or whatever. People are trying to detract and to disillusion you and get your attention focused on something else, which we should all admit the bigger, greater, worse issue at hand is a genocide that's happening. But in both incidents did happen. There was, there, there was the incident on October 7th, and then there's whatever is ongoing in Gaza. Both matter, don't they? Well, absolutely. Both, yeah, Robert, both, jump in here. Absolutely, both of, both okay. of them matter. Right. And uh, we, you have to really kind of think about with October 7th, that was just one event. Everything that came afterwards is just, it's just uh, atrocious. It's violence. It's, um, 
And when you start looking at people, the first thing they're going to say is, well, that was an act of terrorism on October 7th. What is terrorism? You know, I can, I'll ask everybody out in radio land, I'll ask everybody here, what is terrorism? Well, shall I get well, no, no, answer make, that? Make your point, please. My, my, my point is terrorism is a use of violence and intimidation, especially against civilians, and it is in the pursuit of political aims. That is exactly what has happened right now in Gaza. Right. Now, so, and, and Bass, one of the reasons yeah. you reach out to me is that you strongly believe that Israel is committing genocide in Gaza. Yes. Make the certainly. case. I, I think it's been made just by looking at the numbers and the way they're doing it. Let me go back to say one thing to address your previous question. Okay. The incidents of October 7th in no way justify the genocide in Gaza. And that's why I don't bother addressing them, because the U.S. media is trying to use that as an excuse to justify the genocide, but there's no justification to a genocide. So I'm not going to look at October 7th, this day, that day, this group, that group. There's no justification to genocide, period, end of story. So I don't have much to say about that. Um, the aspect of it being a genocide, you know, whether, I don't really, whether Carbajal or this person, that person says it's a genocide or not, the numbers are right there, you know. And look at the way that it's done. You know, they are carpet bombing. They're bombing, they bomb. 36 hospitals are all gone. Refugee camps. Uh, everybody, everything, even people fleeing to Egypt, they're killing. Uh, and it gets way worse than that. You know, they kill people execution style. They they found people in rooms and then they just shot them down. And the things that the Israeli army does way worse. Uh, you could see them wearing shirt, shirts that say if they kill a pregnant woman, you know, one shot, uh, one shot, two kills, things like that. It's an incredibly, incredibly, incredibly evil army. Uh, we could go to various things: the use of white phosphorus gas, um, the torture. Uh, beatdowns, rapes of everybody they capture. It, I could just go on with forever for the absolute evil of this Israeli, Israeli regime. And you agree with this, Robert? Is it oh, genocide? I, abso- absolutely, it's a genocide. And you know, everybody kind of say, well, you know, in the Holocaust it was six million Jews, and right now it's only twenty-five thousand people. But you know, that's 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 like a silly thing to be talking about. It is death. It is murder. It is. People are being maimed. You were asking me earlier to define terrorism. I'd flip it on you. What do you mean by genocide? What makes this a genocide? Is what it makes the this, amount of people who are killed? or It's the systematic, organized uh, annihilation, attempted annihilation of a group. You also have to look at the intent. And the intent is, can be seen in the words of um, Netanyahu, the words of the, the leaders of the IDF, when they are referring to Palestinians as being subhumans and being you know, worthy of this sort of um, atrocity. Uh, Bass, what's the call to action here? What is it that you want people to do? Let me turn well, that over to Robert first. Okay. okay. Um, actually, what, what, who we are, we are a newly organized coalition we're called the ceasefire coalition for the central coast ceasefire coalition for the central coast okay and our purpose is to educate organize and advocate and what we're doing right now is we're doing the educating part we're going we're reaching out to the to the public we are planning on holding some town halls in the future we would like to be if if anybody out in Radio Land would like to, us to come and talk to him. Please get in touch with us. We will um, we will do the education part. You have a website or a Facebook page yet? Um, as of right now, they can e- email me at robertnofrack at gmail.com. Spell no frack. 
N-O-F-R-A-C-K. We'll take phone calls later, but here's a legitimate text coming in on the Stolberg line. Bass, comment on this, please. Does Israel have a right to exist? I would go back to its creation was illegitimate and immoral. I mean, you could study history and the Balfour Declaration. And actually, one thing that a lot of people don't know is that in 1948, at its inception, it was actually the rabbis of the head rabbis of the Jews that said, we don't want the creation of Israel. So keep in mind that the creation of Israel is a British European operation, yeah, but right and not now, a Palestinian Jewish operation. Do the does the Israelis have the right to exist? Is the question? Okay, it, it needs to be phrased better. I personally do not want any displacement of any Palestinian or Jewish people. Okay. But I agree with there, what a number of people, and even the Rabbi Weiss said, is that we want the peaceful and immediate dismantlement of the state and government of Israel. That means we, we don't want anybody dead, we don't want anybody displaced, but this is a purely criminal government. Robert, do you agree with that? Uh, absolutely. Why should any state that is embarking upon genocide that is embark- that is incorporating an apartheid existence that is a state that is illegal it doesn't have the right to z- exist not not to mention it's broken more un violations than any other country all right let's but, do this uh, yeah. uh take a yes. short break we'll come back with my guests and then let's uh kind of look back on this week and figure out what exactly happened at cal poly your phone calls to come we're live we're local you're listening to the dave congleton show 518 on Hometown Radio. I'm Dave Congleton. We're talking about incidents that took place this week on the Central Coast and the larger issue about what sparked all this. Uh, We've got members. Robert, what's the name of the new group again? Um, um, Ceasefire Coalition for the Central Coast. All right. Fair enough. We'll take phone calls after the bottom of the hour. All right, Bass, you were at Cal Poly on Tuesday. I want to hear it from you. What happened? um, Before I go into what happened, uh, do you mind if I take just a minute or two to actually rewind history and go back to the previous Incident, similar incident. Uh, uh, where was that held? Uh, can I take a minute or two? To well, yeah, about but that? what incident? Oh, you talking about? the career, another career fair protest okay. like that. Fair enough. So let's go back in time a little bit because it seems like over five, six years, everything was forgotten. So in 2018, there was a small group of anti-war protesters at that point called the Slow Peace Coalition. And what they did is they went to their career fair and they did a very simple protest. They just went there, they sat down, they had a banner which they all held and sung a chant and say, you know, basically something along the lines that we're against war. Right. Uh, Cal Poly reacted very violently and very crazily to that. Um, and even, and that was a very peaceful protest, even uh, one of the female students said that she was assaulted by an officer. No good reason whatsoever. Heavy charges were pressed on those Cal Poly students, similar to the current protesters. And uh, for a few, that's actually the point that I joined the NAACP. This went on for a few weeks until finally the California Faculty Association wrote a letter to President Armstrong basically saying things along the lines that they have First Amendment rights and what they did was completely legitimate. You guys could tell me about the power of unions, but apparently uh, Cal Poly followed through with that and dropped all the charges. The consequent protests there 
where because of the letter written by the California Faculty Association and an agreement coming from Cal Poly, I think somewhere in student administration, the following couple protests were uh, there was a truce held and there was no issues. If we need to go back in time, oops, we need to go back in time. And, you know, I just sent him the CFA letter, which, Robert, you read it. Yes. And uh, we need to reread that letter and right. see the statements from Cal Poly. Right. That's I'm going just trying to, to find define. Out. I know. I'm just trying uh, to find out what happened right. on Tuesday. What happened yes, on I'm, Tuesday? I'm getting, uh, okay. Let me get there. Okay. So that, that should define the precedent of what cons- should be considered a legitimate protest. Fair enough. Now, the Tuesday protest... Um, was planned. It was not, just be clear, that it was not led by our group or me or Robert. Uh, we do not. In fact, endorse. Robert wasn't even there. Oh, I'm that sorry. Robert correct. wasn't I was there. was there. I was, I okay. was there, yes. Right. Um, neither of us, um, th- it doesn't have our endorsement. Uh, we want to participate. Um, uh, other groups took the lead, uh, a lot of students, and uh, we did a little march around campus, and then we got to the uh, side of the career fair, which was the rec center. And then there was a group of people there. Um, and, you know, things started to happen with the police and things got out of hand. Uh, what what were you trying a, to do at the career fair? What was the point now, of going there? L- let me uh, clarify here my personal intent, which, you know, everybody has their own. Oops, I keep bumping the mic. That's fine. <laughs> everybody has their own personal goal there. I just, as uh, I think you read my article or my quotes in the Slow Tribune there, you know, I was there to peacefully engage and discuss issues of the genocide of Gaza with the students at Cal Poly to let them know that those bombs and everything that are being dropped on thousands of innocent, killing thousands of innocent civilians are actually coming from the military and industrial complex and companies that uh, are connected to Cal Poly and in the career fair, and to persuade them basically not to work for those companies. Yeah. It is that simple. So and we had flyers, too. I forgot when to did bring. things go wrong? How does this get from a peaceful protest to a confrontation with police? <laughs> that, that's, a, that's a good question, a point. Uh, a few of those people, and uh, I had an interesting conversation with one of the police officers st- started videotaping me, and he's like, no, I don't want to be videotaped. Why are you filming me? He's like, well, you guys are breaking the law. I'm like, I'm not doing anything. I'm just here talking and giving out flyers. And then things start to escalate after that. I wanted to hold the officer to his word because he said for a moment, I want both to happen, the career fair and the protest to happen. So he said that. I don't know if he it really was who true said, to his I'm word. Sorry, who said One that? of the officers okay. that was there. Right. All the officers were... I, I don't know what words I could say on radio. Yeah. Let me just say mean. All right, just uh, say mean. Watch mean. your <laughs> <laughs> I'll watch my language. Uh, uh, and, and they didn't really follow the law. Um, and th- there was some clashing between some of the protesters and the police and things got away. Have. The police went there. Uh, oh, my gosh. 
uh, w- with an edge. After, even after things were, were getting a little out of hand and they got reinforcements, these people came. None of the police officers were peaceful themselves. I put the blame on them. They were, they have a, they had all had a personal vendetta against the students. They were very angry. And when the reinforcements came, I can't show this on radio. There was like three guys and the middle one was big. I'm here. This guy was like Andre the Giant or something. And he comes and pulls out something like very angrily and, vi- oh, sorry, I'm away from the mic. Yeah, very angrily and mic. violently. And I don't know what this is, like a, a huge baton. It looks like a chainsaw or something. And he comes like this, like, oh, like he's Thor or something like that. I'm like, what the world? These are just protesters, anti-war protesters. But he didn't, and they hit, come any, with he didn't, he didn't hit anybody, though, did he? No. It's, okay. on this, it's in the Slow Tribune. Yeah. We saw, I saw, <laughs> this, and this is, I know, a separate issue from Gaza, but this is clear police brutality, excessive violence. You could watch the video and you could see oops, at least four blows beat down. That officer needs to get fired immediately. I told the Slow Tribune that, and I'm still going to stick to so that. So you were there. These police you, were you, way out of line. Did you try to get the students out under control? You're the I adult stood with away. them. Right. That's actually a good question. Yes, I'm an adult with them. There's many adults there. Me and the Cal Poly, some of the Cal Poly professors and other adults, we just stood back and kind of you know, watched as that happened. I how didn't long, try to How intervene. much time do you think transpired, Bass? Ten minutes, you know, it twenty happened minutes, relatively quickly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I would say about, ten, I'd say in that range, ten to twenty minutes. Robert, you weren't there, but react to what you're hearing. Um, the one thing that I react to is the what I of the of the tape that I've seen is basically there was um, a student there and an officer comes running up, grabs a student, throws him on yeah. the ground, and I'm I'm seeing the same thing. Yes. I'm seeing this. You can see that he's, he's just beating him down like that. And, um, it's in the video. It's undeniable. What I read in the paper is that basically the students weren't doing anything. They were perhaps standing in front of a doorway. Well, apparently they were trying to get into the career fair. The paper is yeah. reporting they were trying to break into the career fair, Bass. Break, yeah, I, I don't exactly. I don't okay. exactly know. In in the 2018 one, they were in the career fair, um, so they went in and. I don't know, and again, that's why we need to go back and establish precedence of, you know, what did the, what we define as allowed. Did or the protesters carry barricades with them? They carried some something, what, yeah, what, yeah, what like you, like like yeah, like a barricade, some wooden board or something. Why would they do that? It's kind of like a protest. I think there was a sign on it, okay, and, and that sort of thing. Yeah. It was kind of like a little bit larger sign, shaped. So it's not really a, a barricade. It's no, it was. It's something as a sign. It's yeah. a protest yeah. sign, but, almost like a medieval. Night. Yeah, let me let me, let me say though that you know m- myself, I would do things. Oh, go ahead. Oh, okay, go. myself, I would do things differently. You know, I wanted to stay for the whole protest, but what they did is things got out of hand, and then they said, "Oh, we're going to shut down the career for th- fair for thirty minutes," and then everybody just flew off. I got thirty Sorry, seconds go before yeah. the news break, yeah, Bass. Yeah. So, what would you have done differently with the protest? Uh, I think it should have been uh, more speeches. Um, our flyers need to indicate all the companies 
partaking in the military industrial complex and the bombs and everything because we did this before we knew what bombs were dropped in Yemen we know the the one of the first hospitals that got bombed in Gaza we know the kind of JDAM that was and who manufactured that so all that information needs to be known by students so they could see ah this company makes this weapon this was used here I'm not going to work for that company yeah that, all right yeah. well let's uh, go to news and traffic and weather we got a lot of text messages coming on the Stolberg line we'll also invite your phone calls as well I would stick around this is hometown radio Thanks, sir. We are joined by members of the Century Coast Ceasefire Coalition. Before I start taking phone calls, Robert, I just want to make it clear. What is it that the coalition wants? What is your idea of a solution to the situation in Gaza and in Israel? The, well, the, the, the whole solution, it, it, it banks upon the idea that you have to stop fighting. And the only way to stop the fighting is a ceasefire. In the United States, we are the ones who are funding this, this, this whole operation. If President Biden simply picks up the phone and says, let's stop it. You're not getting any more aid. It will stop immediately. Mm -hmm. The same thing happened way back in the early, late 1980s when Israel invaded Lebanon. There was a there was a massacre at a place I think was a refugee camp. Um, soon as President Reagan heard about that. He picked up the phone. He basically said, stop it. And within 20 minutes of that phone call, it stopped. And right. then obviously it took a while for him to Ambassador, pull out. What do you want? I pretty much did everything he said. Um, United States government, federal government, you could see is pure evil. They should not be sending any money or weapons to Israel, knowing that it's uh, creating this genocide. And it's pretty. It's pretty much that simple. Eight zero five five four three eight eight three zero eight hundred five four nine five eight three two. If you want in on the conversation, we start with Pete in San Luis. Hey, Pete. Hi. Hi. Uh, I preface my comments. I'm an extreme liberal left-wing guy. I believe, uh, agree with a lot of the points your guests have been making about the military-industrial complex, all that stuff. But uh, I want to make two points out of the 30 in my mind. Um, first one is Israel is the only stable democracy in the Middle East. It's our only real ally. And... <clears throat> When Dave asked you if Israel has a right to exist, and there was a giant pause, I can only say shame on you. Shame on you for that. What, okay. What's, what's your second point? I made two points. I know. There what's are, your second point? Are, okay, that's it. Can I respond yeah, okay. to that? Yeah, okay. like They're a stable, democratic ally. I got you. I don't, right. I don't like their government. It's certainly better than our last government. So let's hear from Bass. Uh, my response is is quite quick and simple. Um, that's the most ridiculous thing I've heard to put anything to Israel saying it's some kind of democracy or legitimate. No, they, they are pure evil. You don't, you don't see them as their ally. You Definitely don't see not. the relationship between the U.S. and Israel? Definitely not. No. You're just and, and, even, it. and even many people have said that. How can you have an ally that, that's, that is that evil? You know, what would make them an ally? You're talking about what, the government, no. not a people or a country. Ah, uh, yes, yes, the government, yes. Because many people within uh, 
even the Jews within Israel, a lot of the, and even the Jews in this country, a lot of them are on the Palestinian side. So it's not sure, the issue of the people. The it's not the issue of the people. It's the issue of the governments. What here. else, Pete? What about the attack? The October, was it 7th, massacre in Israel. What about that? What about it? No, I mean, it okay. doesn't excuse a genocide, so... But but you don't feel any sympathy for the 12, 1,400 people who it, were massacred? See, but the thing is, I think that whole thing is a detraction from the real issue, which is the genocide. Why can't they, both, why can't they both be legitimate issues? There's a genocide, okay. and then there's what's happened on October 7th. Robert, there, what there, am I yeah, missing here? There is no, when you when you when you paint it that way. Of okay. course, we should be, shouldn't we not be concerned by both? Absolutely, we should okay. be concerned by both. All but right. the point is, it, it's like what you're saying. It's a distraction. If we're yes. going to all focus on over here on October seventh, when the reality is that it's right. continuing and it's going to be ongoing. I'm just saying we should focus on both. That's all. That's my opinion. Well, yeah, right. and that's that, what that, a ceasefire right. would do. A ceasefire would then simply gotcha. allow the fighting to stop, and then we can start investigating. We can start researching what's going uh, on. Let, let, let me, can I quickly address sure. the long pause because it's it's. It's you have to be careful with the definition. By the way, I want to say that um, I I, did, I don't want people displaced except for yes some uh, uh, people in the Israeli side because what should the right way of doing this is by obeying what the United Nations has set as the guidelines, and we know there's illegal settlements. But even that is a very minor issue to the greater genocide that's happening here. All right, we go to Elisa in San Luis. Hi, Elisa. Hi. Hi. Um, thanks for taking my call. Thanks sure. for being on the show. Um, I witnessed the protest on Tuesday, and oh, um, okay. something that stood out to me um, in my experience um, of witnessing it was that um, I heard the police shortly before all those arrests started. Um, I heard them tell someone who was trying to get them to stop the protesters. The police said, there's nothing I can do. They're, they're protesting peacefully. So um, I witnessed personally um, an extreme escalation and um, brutality that was really disappointing to me as a member of this community. But, who, um, who escalated? Um, the police. Okay. Yeah, it, it was it was it was in a response to anything in particular? I wouldn't say it was in response to anything in particular. I mean, they um, grabbed someone and threw them on the ground and started punching them, and um, I, I did not see a reason to do that at all. Can, can I? Can yeah. I yeah. Um, the, the, the problem is that the police came in angry with a personal vendetta. That's a problem. They had no peaceful intentions. Or, or at least I'll say a number of them. I won't speak for yeah, all. I never that's, like that's, stereotyping yeah, all pieces. Sure, yeah. Okay. Uh, okay. Alisa, yeah. what else do you want um, to say? Yeah, um, I wanted to say um, something that was coming to mind with the last caller speaking. Um, I'm a member of like a younger generation. I think a lot of people in my generation um, want to see a change. We um, stand with Palestine. We stand with. Um, Jewish people, too. We want um, all people to be free and safe. Um, and so um, I think that tide is turning, and um, we want to be allies with people who um, don't commit genocide. <laughs> um, but I wanted to ask um, your guests if there are any events coming up that um, 
they could share that we right, could yeah. attend. I was going to ask them that, too. Thanks for the call, Lisa. Anything coming up you want to mention? Yeah, there's a, we're planning a, uh, a vigil? town hall. A town hall. hall. So we got a town hall. We don't hall have coming, a date. But, but details to come. Yeah. And right. let me know when come. that comes. We'll That's definitely it. let you know. And if anybody out there um, has ideas to put on there for a location or questions or whatever, um, you can email me at robertnofrack at gmail.com. 805-543-8830-800-549-5832. Don't whisper on an open microphone, oh, gentlemen. Sorry, sorry. Bob is in San Luis on KVEC. Hi, Bob. <laughs> yeah, the genocide argument just doesn't hold water. Hamas is operating from hospitals, schools, residential buildings, and refugee camps. Israel says where they're going to bomb and provide safe areas. You want genocide, look at Dresden and Tokyo at the end of World War II. The Germans and the Japanese were not operating from civilian buildings or hospitals or schools. They were largely defeated, and uh, the rail yard had already been destroyed, the only strategic target. Um, it was just to commit genocide, to force capitulation. And that is not what Israel is doing here. They are fighting a war, a very difficult war, given a densely populated urban area, made worse when the Hamas fighters are hiding out in, in uh, schools and hospitals. Let's get a response. Hang okay. on, Bob. <laughs> That's the dumbest, most ridiculous thing. Now, don't, it, insult oh, oh. don't insult the callers. Don't insult the callers. It's a, it's a poor you, argument. You can, you can argue right. against right. them, it's but don't poor, dismiss excuse them. Excuse me. It's a very poor argument. Um, and we could make various analogies. I think it was Julius Adema. You know, if there's a, a one... But potentially a bad person in a hospital, you go kill and shoot everybody in the hospital because you're looking for a guy, potentially a guy you think did something. No, that that's ridiculous. And it's, it's, that's murderous. And you can almost look at it as if this is like a military police action. Um, the police have to use restraint, just like the police should have used restraint yesterday at Cal Poly. Um, they should be using Israel should be using restraint right now. What else? It, oh, good. When you are systematically killing people, it's a genocide. It doesn't matter if the city is named uh, Dresden or Tokyo or whatever. It is genocide. Killing is genocide. All right, Bob, anything else? Yeah, it's not looking for a guy in a hospital. It's a hospital that is a military base. Well, where, where do you get that information? Of that, of I've read that? that, too. Is that but, uh, where, the, the, I know the Hamas you guys have hides read underneath? This. Hospitals and no, Israel, they use that as security. Israel, Israel could make up all kinds of stuff. So that it, it never happens. Justify. You're denying who, that it happens. I, I don't know, but it doesn't matter. You, you don't it, go. It doesn't matter because you, you don't, don't go bombing bomb hospitals. But then the question it. is, where are you getting this information? Well, I don't who mean is to, telling uh, you this? I don't mean to sound like a crazy guy, but if I were a terrorist and I was about to be invaded, I think I'd use a hospital. As a, Does that as justify a killing all 500 people no, in the hospital? No, no. Okay. And that, that's where we're at here. And, the, the, and, that's and Israel back, makes up a lot of stuff, too. All right, Bob, and that's going back you. to our, uh, okay. our whole objective is to educate, organize, and advocate. So it's it a fair question like, to turn it around. How do I know you guys are telling the truth? About what? what about, yeah, about, about everything. About what? About, I mean, no, about I, Gaza? That, about uh, what's I, happening? How do I know you're telling I, the truth? I would encourage people to do their own personal research. Uh, but where would we go? But Bass, where would we definitely go? Definitely not the mainstream media, because we know the mainstream media is Zionist spot out. I mean, people who, who know their... The mainstream media is giving you an hour on the radio right now. <laughs> okay. All right. Okay. Let's go to Paul. We got Paul. Hey, Paul. 
Hello, Dave. Hello to your guests. Hi, Paul. Now, I just want to preface my remarks by saying that I think that Netanyahu is, is a fascist and a criminal. And the only reason why he's, he's not in jail is because he's prime minister of Israel. But, you know, that being said, uh, you know, there's some terms that you guys are using on the radio that I think don't mean what you think they mean. Such as? Like, like carpet bombing and genocide. Now, I don't believe that, that Israel is carpet bombing Gaza, because if they did, that place would be a parking lot already. And genocide, you guys say they're committing genocide on the Palestinians. Now, if it was, if it was truly, if they truly were committing uh, genocide, they wouldn't give uh, civilians the chance to get out of areas. They wouldn't tell them, okay, you've got to leave here and then give them a safe path to get away. They wouldn't do that. They would just go in there and just wipe them out, kind of like what Hamas did on October 7th. They just went in there. They didn't give people a chance to get out of there. They, they killed people. They killed everybody that they could. They killed women and children. They raped them. They filmed it. They posted it online. I don't see any of that coming from... Uh, now, that video's out there. You could say, oh, it didn't happen, or the media you know, is lying about it. No, that, that video is out there. Right, let's get a response. Can, can, quick Go response, ahead. yeah. So if you look at the before and after pictures of Gaza, you would say uh, it, you can't carpet bomb that place any more than what you've done. Uh, it does look like a, 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 you could find this online, like a, a desolate parking lot. It's even worse than that. They said it's a humanitarian crisis. Um, I I personally request from you, Dave, we're taking too many pro-Israeli callers here. I'm taking I, in who's ever uh, calling okay. in. Well, I mean, <laughs> I, I don't have any other response. Well, but, but, wait, okay, but when, you, when you dismiss each call as, well, that's oh, okay. just dumb and that's nonsense, All right, that's, why is anyone going to call in? Why well, is anybody going to call the in? The calls are all pro-Israeli when we know the real issue is that it's, it's a genocide. Zionist conspiracy, isn't it, Bess? It's a... Uh, it's, uh, <laughs> Well, I think let's, let's, let's step on beside that because the previous caller, he was, you know, he was concerned about the language that we're using. You know, we're using genocide. If you know, let's forget it. Don't even call it genocide. Yeah, it let's just, let's just go it. for a ceasefire. Let's quit mincing words. Quit parsing words. Get a ceasefire. I think we let's can all just, agree on that. Let's get a ceasefire. So, and the cool question That's is, where we agree. why aren't people doing it? All right, Paul, thank you. You're not going to like this one. Here's Carson on KVEC. Hi, Carson. Well, come on. Give me a fighting chance, Dave. Sorry, Carson. Come on. No, you know, I think think one of the I think one of the frustrations that I'm regularly hearing uh, by these guests is how the response is that it's simple. It's very simple, and this this situation is anything but simple if you look at the full context of what's been going on since the inception of israel and in truth the palestinians absolutely deserve respect and they are being they have been they haven't been supported by the arab world they're now being used against by the arabs to not be supported in this situation either and it's it's a gravely complicated situation 
that we cannot just flippantly, in my opinion, say it's very simple because it's anything but simple. Who wants to respond? And, well, my first first question is, what, what what do you mean by the Arab world is is what using them? I, I I don't understand what you're saying. Well, if you look at the history of what's gone on there, as I'm as I know that you both have are have good knowledge of this, when you look at the when you look at the surrounding countries that have not been supportive of Israel's existence from the beginning, those same countries, those same five countries, have not been supportive and wanted to look at the Palestinians in a way that validates them. They don't want to help them. They don't want to support them. But if there's an opportunity for them to exploit the Palestinians to see the destruction of Israel, which they have never been supportive of, they're going to do it. And it's, it's completely inflammatory to think that all of a sudden, now is their chance to try and again not help the Palestinians, but to use them as pawns to make Israel look like this horrendous country. Well, you know, I'll, I'll agree with what you're saying that it's it's it, there is some complications. On one hand, yes, but there are no complications to the fact that you nothing is going to get resolved until there is a ceasefire. And, and I mean, that's the whole point. He, people can have their different opinions on everything. We have to stop fighting. We have to stop the killing. And then we have to start rebuilding. And then at that point, then we can start looking at some of these other things and some of these other issues that you brought up. Bass, you but want to comment? I'm sorry. You want to say anything? No, I mean, it's, it's a flip the script. It's Palestine's the one that's almost going to be gone here. Absolutely. Not Israel. All right, uh, Carson, thank you. I'm trying to get these calls. I don't know if you're for or against. Let's go to Jack. Hey, Jack. Dave, and guest. Hi. Um, and guest. Good afternoon. Hi. Uh, I just want to say, you know, you had three different factions. You got the Israeli state, you've got Palestinians, Hamas, and you have uh, Jews and uh, expatriates all over the world, you know. And the thing is, is that um, on October 7th, Hamas broke the ceasefire. They had a ceasefire. And now, now the thing is, I think that they should have peaceful discussions here in the United States about this and not protest. Because once you say, I'm going to go protest this, I'm going to go protest that, that doesn't work. That just says, okay, even on a small level, that means confrontation. That means um, possible violence somehow. Um, not a good situation. I think they need forums where people discuss these things. Information is brought from all sides, and they discuss it. And when I say debate it properly, I say each side gives their side of the stories. Right. It's kind of like what we do on a radio show. I get the idea. I see where he's going. So then what was the point of the protest on Tuesday? What were we trying uh, to accomplish, can, Bass? Oh, we have a few things going on. Yeah. Can I go back to what he was saying a little yeah. bit? Yeah. Um, yeah, we are. That's what the town hall meeting is for. It's what, what he's asking for. So we're planning to do that. Uh, before I get to the Cal Poly protest, one thing I want to mention is that up until 1948, when the Jews were fleeing and coming to Palestine, the Palestinians openly welcomed them. And even the Jews and the rabbis then said, we all live together in peace. Okay, It wasn't until 
certain Zionist entities that try to take over things made a mess of things. So it's not an issue between the people. The Palestinians, the Jews, the Muslims, and Christians were living in peace for a long time until these European invaders came and made a mess out of things. Uh, Jack, thank you for checking in. We've got Mark in the Pomo. Hi, Mark. Hi, Dave. Hi, Mark. Hi, Bass and Robert. Hi. Hi. So you guys are educators. It's another term that you're using. I'd like to ask if you would educate people on the written definition of genocide and then the written charter of Hamas and tell me why you think they don't coincide with each other. For those of us who haven't read both, Mark, fill in the dots. What do they both say? Well, genocide, you have to have a plan. It's not just a response in a war situation where one side is losing the war, suddenly the other side, who is vastly superior in war capacity, has is committing genocide. War is a horrible thing. Everything on the front line, Gaza is front line, is genocidal in nature to the loser. So you want to end the war to save your people. Hamas is in charge. Hamas can end it and then plead for their own organizational life later. But the death would stop. Let's go to Bass on that. Hamas can end this today. I have no. No, this I, whole thing. Uh, uh, this whole thing is Israeli operation from the beginning. The, October seventh, everything before, everything on that day, everything after, after that day, is Israeli operation. Let me add one more thing that hasn't been mentioned that I think needs to be mentioned. Why is this happening, and why are they doing this? Uh, everybody knows who knows the truth of what's going on is um, the reality. Of the situation is there's about a rumored estimated. Uh, about half a trillion to a trillion dollars worth of oil and gas in the Gaza area. And so this is a, basically, we don't care about who's there. We want to clear that out, get those people out, whether they're dead or alive, take that over. They, the re- Israeli has real estate plans there, and then there's a rumor of another canal. So they have their own economic plans. And I got to stop you there. Up, right, sorry. All right. Uh, thanks for the call. We'll come back and wrap things up with my guest. I'm Dave Congleton where we thank our guests from the Central Coast Ceasefire Coalition for being here. So, Robert, how does anybody get a hold of you? Oh, they can email me at robertnofrack at gmail.com, and they can send any type of questions they want to about our future. Um, <clears throat> well, gentlemen, I hope you'll come back and continue the conversation. Appreciate it very much. Right, thank you. Off thank we you. go. We've got news, traffic, weather. Dr. Phil Kissel, Slow County Physician of the Year, up next. The 920 KBEC Podcast Network is presented by the Slow County Real Estate Podcast with House Swayze. Up-to-date information on the local real estate market on your time. New episodes weekly at the podcast link at 920kbec.com and wherever you get your podcasts. California DRE 01111911.